What's up, guys? I'm Chris. Welcome to Boda Sports. This is episode five. We're coming at you live. I got Drew with me. I got Zach with me. So and James people? on the other line. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, so I'll just jump right in. We're going to start with some news. We got football news, baseball news, um, a couple scandals going on, some big fights, you know. We'll jump into the Week 11 preview. A lot of games this week. A lot of teams, uh, five teams coming off the bye. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I got Zach and Drew sipping beers here very slowly, making me laugh. (laughs) We got a segment where we're going to address our team's weaknesses and needs in drafting. And a new segment as well, Face the Music, our favorite free agents for the 2020 season. And then we'll have Zach talk about some NHL, but we don't really care about Zach, so. Alright, jumping right in. Um, what do you guys think about the game last night? Oh, there's really only one thing to talk about it when it comes down only to the game. Only one thing. Last well, James night. is a bronze fan. He was watching the whole thing. He's a, you... He's a bronze, bronze fan. Bronze, as opposed bronze to silver fan. and gold. The bronze. <laughs> James. Uh, yeah, no, that was a shit show. The whole game um, itself, or. Talk about how bad Mason Rudolph was. How good the. Morgan Burnett looked out there, whatever. Like, injuries bit them. Connor went out early. Juju went out after he got hit, which I'm not going to say that was a dirty hit. That was not an intentional helmet-to-helmet. Then Demarius Randall came out and straight knocked him. Demarius Randall was going for murder. The dude's ear was bleeding. Um, And then, obviously, we end the game six seconds left. Miles Garrett getting kicked in the dick and proceeding to respond with playing whack-a-mole with Mason Rudolph's skull. Which brings us to our next segment. We have Temper Tantrum of the Week. Who do you think wins it? Miles Garrett. So like James just said, he took Mason Rudolph's helmet, ripped it off of him, Rudolph ran back for a fight, and Miles Garrett hits Mason Rudolph over the head with his own helmet. Um, That was ridiculous i don't think i've ever seen that since i've been alive a brawl like that or a blade no i mean there's that there's the hainsworth stump but um even still like i i get that mason rudolph instigated it i'm not gonna deny that it was not i don't think it was a late hit it was already mid tackle he was already like going down there's just some disagreement there the response should not be to try to murder him with a solid object <laughs> with blunt force yeah exactly we found out that mason rudolph and the pittsburgh steelers are not going to be pressing assault charges so there's a small victory miles garrett though out for this year and the postseason if god forbid somehow the browns sneak in there um that's at the minimum though still out so, indefinitely exactly i mean we have it came out today garrett has been suspended indefinitely which means at least the rest of this season he will be out. We also have the Steelers guard Marquise Pouncey. Marquise Pouncey, couldn't say the name, suspended three games. Yeah. But the biggest news coming out of that, I think, is 
Mason Rudolph not getting a suspension. Don't forget about Larry Onjagobi just straight up Only one pushing game. over Mason Rudolph for no reason. That was, that was a bitch move. Yeah. That was a bitch move. There's no need to hit the guy after he's already gotten clubbed over the head with his own helmet. Come on. <laughs> he's another resting. quick thing. I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm defending the Browns, but another quick thing. If you're going to start a fight, good on Mason Rudolph for getting hit and being like, whoa, I'm still conscious. But don't fucking complain that you just got hit after trying to start a fight. Well, no, but there's That's a difference what's gonna between, fucking happen. There's a difference between going back and being like, dude, give me my fucking helmet back, and then getting clubbed over the head with it. No one expects that. He no can't, one expects he, that. He, he was trying to start a fight. He was trying to start a fight. He was going to I'm throw sure. punches. I don't know that he was going to throw punches. He was behind. I'm with Chris. I think Mason Rudolph wanted blood. Yeah. I agree, ran but back. I, I think on principle, it's like, dude, you took my helmet give it back he doesn't expect to get hit over the head with it yeah but he's not a little kid who's like gonna sit in the corner and go to mike tom and be like give me my he stole my helmet like now he went up and was like give it back dude that's my yeah, I don't, I, 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 mr miles please i need my helmet back Maybe Miles Garrett was just trying to put the helmet back on his head. You don't know. Maybe <laughs> Mason Rudolph just wanted to be a good Christian boy. Plays football, go home. Who knows? But that's it. That's my big thing is Rudolph has no suspension. And although I don't stand by what Garrett did at all, I feel Rudolph is seen kicking, at least attempting to kick Garrett in the nuts. He tried to split the uprights for sure. <laughs> can't be saying that come on um and i i feel that calls for a suspension i don't know the nfl said they're still gonna hand suspensions and fines out so who knows what we see come in a few days but i i found that very fascinating uh interesting. a couple more things before we get off this i mentioned this before we started recording big winner of this actually two big winners of this for me uh, Demarius Randall, for everyone forgetting, like I said, that he just cold cocked a dude with his head. Uh, and then Freddie Kitchens, who, as everyone's already going to the locker room, him yelling, get in the locker room on national TV when the camera's on him. No one fucking cares, Freddie. Go waddle your ass back to Denny's, you fuck. Did you hear him in the, the post-game conference, too? Someone asked a question, he's like, man, you're gonna have to put that in terms that I can understand, like plain English. Can I get a number two? Plain English. <laughs> Alright, moving on, though. I'm sure if we heard the question, it would, it would be completely... <laughs> oh, it was, it was a very intelligible question. <laughs> moving on, we have the Colin Kaepernick tryouts coming up. Kaepernick watch. We now Take have at least 24 teams interested. And uh, I want to get your guys' takes on it. But in the, if I'm correct, Hugh Jackson is running drills. And I wanted to hear James' reaction on this very bad. Because he's <laughs> a big Hugh Jackson guy, for those who don't know. Hugh Jackson can... Never mind. I'm not going to say... We, we reserve the EMA for very specific situations. And Hugh Jackson does not deserve to eat an ass right now. Um, Hugh Jackson can fuck off, though, as a whole. Um, I'm surprised this is where his career has brought him. I thought he was still in the Bengals staff. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think he's going to do the same thing he did when he left the Browns and just kind of, like, quarterback blame and say, I would have drafted Colin Kaepernick or something. Like, no, you wouldn't have. Like, he, don't try to hype up Colin Kaepernick, dude. Like I said last podcast, he's 32. 
He could. Drew said it. He could still be in great shape. He could be in the best shape of his life. But we have yet to see that. And anyone taking advice or praise from Hugh Jackson, probably take that with a grain of salt. I I think purely from a fundamental point of view, I I don't think there's a better person to have run your drills if you're Colin Kaepernick. I think Hugh Jackson's very fundamentally sound in what he does as a coach. Um, I I just think that he's going to give him a a decent chance to at least showcase what he does have left, if anything. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess on the like you said with that, like looking at the bright side too. I mean, he has connections to the NFL that Kaepernick might have burned or otherwise lost, so might be a benefit. Right. Get so, ready to see Kaepernick on the on the Bengals this year. So oh, we no. have 24 teams, at least 24 teams interested. Do you think any of these teams actually need him? Yes. Let's say he's yeah. – I'm not giving him an amazing quarterback status because I don't think he'll be amazing. But let's say he's decent. He shows shows some teams that he still has you know, so something he, in the tank. Say he comes in and plays at the An level average. of a maybe a little below average starter. Mm-hmm. I'd, <laughs> I'd say that's a conservative – estimate for what he would be able to do. I think yeah. Colin Kaepernick realistically could be looked at leading up to this as a potential below average starter. I can see that. Just above like a backup. Yeah. Um, very Tyrod Taylor level. Um, yes. With a better arm. And I mean, With a better arm. Poor Tyrod. <laughs> I, was um, a fan. I, I like Tyrod. Don't get me wrong. I like Tyrod. I, I, like Ty- I was happy when we went to the Browns last year. I was like, all right, cool. Baker will have someone to learn under. And then Tyrod didn't do that much. He had a great game against the Saints. Other than that, not really much spark in that year. Right. Um, I think that comes down to he's got a phenomenal set of legs, and he's got a phenomenal set of what he's got between his ears. But the arm just has never been there fully. No. Uh, how do you guys feel? I heard that the Pats are actually a team that's sending a scout to the... I saw. I, I have a feeling Kraft was just like, get this guy to shut the fuck up and send someone over there. But at the same time, we have Stidham on the bench, and I know... And Cody them. Kessler. Don't forget about oh, Cody Wow, Cody kid. Yeah, that just changed my whole entire opinion. And, and like I said, originally when we talked about this last um, cast... I think Kaepernick could end up being a guy that's there in support of a team that is kind of unsure of their situation moving forward, a team that has an older quarterback, you know, a Brady, a Rivers, a Breeze, Mm -hmm. and that kind of deal. I think that might be somewhere where he could slot in in this whole scheme as well. Yeah, that's fair. I could see that. Just as a security blanket for a team that could lose their quarterback next year or three years from now, you're not sure. No, for sure. Yeah, you can always. You never know what happens, man. Never know. That's the that's the fun of the NFL. <laughs> I think I think we'll get end up getting to at least like twenty eight, twenty nine, if not every single team going to the tryout. I think at the end of this, he signs with someone. I I agree. I I think he'll sign, and I think he'll probably be dropped pretty quick. I I, I don't think, think he depends. has anything left. Probably yeah exactly i don't think he has much left but we'll find out um moving on 
We got Josh baseball news. Rebounds today. If you have not heard of the big news in baseball, we have a huge, absolutely huge, huge Astro scandal. Uh, it has been told that they were stealing signs, mostly in their 2017 World Series title season. And as stealing signs is kind of a iffy topic in MLB, we have, I mean, the unwritten rule that you can do it if you're just using your eyeballs. And then we have the unwritten rule you shouldn't do it. And then we have the actual rules that no technology is allowed. So the Astros were caught. Not caught. We we were told, but now more evidence it's, is coming out. It, it, it is, at this it point, a pretty well accepted fact yeah, that it occurred. A fact. We have enough evidence that they used cameramen, garbage barrels, which is pretty interesting... Well, you need some some way to communicate what you're seeing on the cameras to the batter, and there's no other way to do it really than making a sound. But that's where it gets better. So when they, the batters cannot hear the garbage cans, they used earpieces instead. Why not just go straight to the fucking earpieces? Fair. I don't. If you're gonna go to that length, that sometimes why not just do it the whole time? Exactly. But anyways. But risk and reward getting caught. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of anger towards the Astros right now. Um, I can't believe this came out and more and more is coming out. I'm, I think they should be stripped of the title. Wow, really? My opinion. But did you see the difference in their stats from the 2017 season? Post-season. No, baseball only. stats give me a headache. <laughs> so, the difference... In the stats, what was phenomenal. The Astros were almost 40 hits, was it? I'm looking it up right now because... It it was ridiculous. I I swear. But the difference in the stats from home and away games during the 2017 postseason was so substantial that like it calls for major punishment like every single player knew what was going on and and those were all series that came down to the wire the, exactly. they didn't win those series decisively you know two at home two on the road see you later those were games where you know they battled it out until the end and home field advantage mm-hmm. which was amplified 50 fold in this situation mm-hmm. came into play hard and then that, that that is not right and I personally am all for if you can find a way to decipher the signs and stuff with your own eyes on the field, go for it. That's on the other team for letting you see them. But if you have cameras in center field set specifically mm-hmm. on the catcher's finger, no. Yeah. That's, that is crossing a line miles, miles back. He's not wrong. He's really not wrong. <laughs> It's not much. The, the advantage that that gives is just unprecedented. Yeah, I feel like baseball has always been one of those games where it's kind of about, like, like trying to tiptoe on that line of, like, illegal, illegal. Yes. Not, yeah, not counting steroids. But like you said, like, if you can find a way to do it, well, it's still, like, just you reading it. Right. Fair game. Unaided Fair game. technology, I think that 
is 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 fair at this point. I think the biggest target in this whole thing should be Orbit, their mascot. I'm fully ready to commit that he has uh, goggles and has been stealing signals. <laughs> it's all on Orbit. I'm tired of seeing his viral videos distracting us of this, of him dancing with security guards. Orbit, Orbit's the center of this whole scandal. So just he's the mascot. Orbit, everything else stands, we're good. They can keep the title as long as they get rid of the mascot and send whoever's wearing the helmet to jail. Just, just to jail. Yeah, send, send Orbit it's, over to the Tampa Bay Montreal. In definitive whatever the fuck they're going to call them. All right, anyways. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. We got MLB MVPs. Our AL MVP. What a surprise. What's new? Fishy man. We going fishing. Michael Trout. Michael Trout. Mike. Mike. I've never actually heard his name as That's, Michael, I, and it sounds I, weird. It doesn't sit like, right. That sounds like, terrible. We'll, get, we'll stick to Mike Trout. Mike this is his third time, and he is now the 11th player in history to win more than two MVP titles. And the one of two this decade to do it in the four major sports. Really? Him and LeBron. Yeah, LeBron sucks, so. I mean, he's still won three MVPs this decade. Can't yeah, deny that. Because of wine. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, come on. <laughs> the, the dude's fucking an animal. <sighs> he probably is fucking much, an animal. It, <laughs> as much as he whines. We're having fun here tonight, guys. As much as he whines, LeBron is. <laughs> nobody has ever been LeBron. Nobody will ever be LeBron again. Mm, we'll see. Anyways, our National League MVP, James's favorite, Kobe Bellinger. I couldn't find my belly jersey. Yeah. Do you think it. it was well earned? I think if Yelich stayed healthy, it would have been his, to be perfectly honest. Oh, I, I, I agree. Honestly, I agree. you could have made a case for giving it to Yelich anyways. That's it. It's <laughs> still on the ballot. And he still led the league in batting average and he had 44 home runs. I take nothing. I, I love me Yelich, too. Belly's just my guy. Yeah. I, I, I just think the transformation that Christian Yelich has gone through as a player since being traded to Milwaukee is something we've almost never seen before. No. To go from a, a support guy that, you know, steals some bases and, you know, is a good contact hitter to a perennial. 45 home run plus a year hitter, and clearly an MVP candidate for every moment that he's healthy. Even when he's not healthy sometimes. I'll be the first to say it. I really thought Christian Yelich was going to be a one-year like like spike and then come down. And yeah, this I year, very well could have shit down. Absolutely. It was, what he came out and did to start the year up until he got hurt was unreal. It proved a lot of people wrong. No, for sure. And uh, real quick, Kurt... Mike Trout and LeBron James, like Drew said, are tied at three. Brady has two. Behind him's Cabrera, Steph Curry, and Rogers. All of them have two. So behind Brady, relax. That they're all on the same level there. True. I'm, just, I'm just calling numbers here, all right? That I'm not is, trying to start that, anything. He's he said behind Tom Brady, each with two as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to count one of Brady's as one and a half. One of his MVPs was more impressive than any of the others in the same category. First, 
and still only player unanimously voted as MVP of the league. Brady? Yes, 2007. That's why he's that my husband. Look, I'm not saying I'm gay. I thought you were going to say go. That was interesting. I'd marry Tom Brady in a heartbeat. I would. I think you're a little out of his league. No, actually, I'm sorry. 2011 was here. I just would. Tom Brady. Anyways, Bellinger, back to Bellinger. He finished the season with 47 home runs and 115 RBIs. Mm-hmm. Impressive, and I think personally well deserved. Uh, like you said, I think Yelich would have taken it had he stayed healthy. He was on a tear, but I also think it shows how valuable Yelich is it... to the team. I think. Oh the yeah, Bellinger still have a fighting chance. The Brewers without Yelich are dead in the water. Period. I think Bellinger contributes a lot. For I, the no, Dodgers, I do too. So Don't get me wrong. I'm saying yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying he doesn't contrib- contribute a lot, but I still think they have a fighting chance with the roster that they have around him. That's true. That's true. The Brewers depend that's more true. on Yelich than the Dodgers do on Bellinger. I feel like the Dodgers are definitely a more well-rounded lineup. But yeah, yeah, they have more Dodgers are lost. Now the Brewers are on the upswing, but I think that's a lot more of why they depend on Yelich so much is because they're a young team. They have a lot of young guys there that now have a superstar role model to look up to, and he makes everyone around him better when he's healthy anymore. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I, I really can't argue any point you just said there. <laughs> All right, moving on. We have NFL. Week 11 preview. We've already covered. Browns beat the Steelers last night. Hugh James. Uh, Miles Garrett. Baker Mayfield's retirement jersey. We'll see you next time. Next week. Yeah. Not looking good so far. <laughs> anyway, anyways. Week 11. We have first 1 o'clock game. Atlanta Falcons at Carolina Panthers. Um, yeah, Kyle Allen's winning that game. Really? You don't think the Falcons stay hot and get two? I, I think they were hot, and I think it was a fluke. A fluke? Oh, never mind. It's the Panthers. Damn it, that almost worked. I almost said fluke geekly. <sighs> uh, oh, wait, I wanted it so bad. I was teasing it. Uh, the, the one thing I, I will say is the Falcons are a little banged up coming out of that win last week. No Devonta Freeman is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I, I think Brian Hill is poised for a good game just because Carolina's run defense is so piss poor. But not having Devonta, having that game changer against that defense might be a little bit of a, an obstacle they are going to have to look at overcoming. I made a drunk decision to cut Devonta Freeman for Brian Hill in one of my like public leagues. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out for James in the rest of the season. <laughs> Probably not well. Well, it's not going well so far. So we're gonna we're gonna keep it going. For some reason, I drafted Brandon Cooks too. So yeah, was uh, also <laughs> in that boat. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Drew loves him some Brandon Cooks. I love Brandon Cooks when he's healthy and not getting clocked in the head every same, other same. play. I have Brandon Cooks in my league. Dude yeah. just has a huge head. He's got the Goodyear blimp between his ears. Fucking target painted right on it. Honestly, I think by next year, I think by next year his helmet will be have have to be bigger than Wes Welker's. I agree, Chris. I think next year Miles Garrett should bop 
Brandon Cooks and see what happens. I, I think he dies. If I you think... hit Brandon Cooks in the head with a helmet at this point, he's dead. No questions. <laughs> I don't think Miles Garrett will play next season. Oh, just a strong Just a hunch. Just a hunch. Do you think Miles Garrett's not going to play next year? I think more will come out of this. Uh, I, I think something will happen. I think Miles Garrett doesn't play half the year. I'll give you so, that much. So the Browns, every single player on the Browns basically called him a fucking idiot. Don't know what no, happened no, with no, them. I, I, they, they didn't, I wouldn't and say they, that. Okay, they, they said it's an inexcusable action, which well, could, is not... Baker Mayfield said inexcusable and, about like five times during that interview. And, and when I it love comes down to it, it, oh, it, that is an inexcusable action morally. And overall, that is your best defensive player, period. And One now, of the best in the NFL. Yes. And now you're without him for at least the rest of the year, if not some of next year. Yeah. That hurts the team. That That's what that comes down to when the other players are talking about it is, look, they're in it together as a team, and you have one guy that goes and does that and puts, you know, that much of the team's future and hopes oh, right. on exactly. the line. That's where that move becomes so idiotic. I want I want to keep this rolling just because we're I want to I don't want to keep talking about the Browns all I could I don't want to keep talking about the Browns all hour, um, but real quick just a reminder they play the Steelers again in two weeks. Yes, that's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. <laughs> that's gonna be a bloodbath. So there's a lot of talks. We'll get off the Browns now. in Pittsburgh there's a lot too. Of talks that the Browns were playing dirty the whole game, which I didn't personally see. There were a couple of helmet to helmets. Not all of them were intentional. I, even Darius Randall's, I don't think it was intentional, Demarius. but Demarius, excuse me. Please don't insult Drew's former defensive love. I do miss Demarius Randall. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Micah Hyde stole we'll, we'll move I on do now. Micah Hyde. I know you do. Our next <laughs> one o'clock game. You sound so sad about Micah Hyde. <laughs> Micah Hyde is, was actually his last. I miss Micah Hyde. <laughs> All right, let's keep it rolling on one o'clock here. One o'clock game, close. week 11 preview. Dallas at Detroit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I have to go much into that. Why? Yeah. Do you think the Lions can upset? I mean, they are home, but I think Dallas has this in the bag. I, I, Matt Stafford's not playing again. I'm not confident in that. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. I, I still have more faith in the Lions than you're giving them. I do, in fact fact think that this is going to be a closer game than you're giving it but so the spread is 6.5 i i think it will be a far game i i'm thinking at least 10 points i think it'll be a 10 point split yeah i think it's gonna be i'll give it five well that's on record so we'll talk about it uh yeah, five give me it um all right all right Moving on. I, I, I will put the back there, guys. Dak, who is uh, a QB. Let's just reiterate that he's a quarterback. But Don't discredit Dak. <laughs> Dak is more than a quarterback. I will discredit Dak every chance I get. You take Amari Cooper off that field, he's not doing much out there. You take Elliott off the field. Look what he did last season without well, Elliott. Well, look what Elliott did last game compared to what Dak did. It's fair. Look what Ari did for that. Overshadowed by Dalvin Cook. Regardless. 
Anyways, keep it churning. Let's let's move it on, huh? We got Jacksonville at Indianapolis, one o'clock. Uh, Indianapolis is favored, and Brissett is supposed to be back, but I don't think Brissett's still in back showing memes now. We're getting memes in the middle of this right now. I know. Um, it's it's, it's, it's a, a deflated Mason Rudolph meme. Oh, We've all been right sipping over here. I apologize. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, is Nick Foles back for this game? Is that confirmed? It has not been confirmed yet, but there's talk that he should be back. And they're jumping him right in when he's ready. Which I don't nec- I do not agree with that, but... Nick Foles wants to come back. And, Team wants well, him back. And to be fair, that Minshew magic has fallen off a cliff. <laughs> it fell recently. off four weeks ago. <laughs> so, uh, Nick Foles needs to come back if those Jaguars want a chance to win any game. The only thing that's kept them afloat, really, is that uh, fucking Leonard Fournette remembered how to run. Yes. Yeah. He's had a sneaky good season. Yeah. He, it, he, like, seriously, though. So when you think about it, you don't... He, you don't talk about him like a yeah. top five back, but he has the numbers this year. Is he in a contract year or is that next year? That I don't know. I'd have to look it's it up. It's not this year. Next year's his oh, contract year? Yeah, yeah, we looked up, yeah, we looked up free agents. He's not one this year. Yeah. So we'll get into free agents later. And but, I'll, I'll talk about this later, too. I think they're going for a receiver this year in the draft and a very, as I've said, offense-heavy draft. Yep, Allen Robinson. What? <laughs> Just kidding. One o'clock. Huge game of the week. Buffalo Bills at Miami Dolphins. The Bills need this win. The Bills cannot lose to the Browns and then lose to the Dolphins. Actual facts, though, they can't. They can. They actually have the ability to. They can't lose. They should not. I think the city of Buffalo will riot. You know, tidal yeah, wave of hot sauce. Four? I don't think so. I think they'll just be they'll be happy to have their six and four. Six yeah. and three. If they lose to Miami. You think they'll you actually think they'll lose to Miami? They lost to the Browns. Yee yee. <laughs> the Browns are way better than Miami. I don't know. Not that much better. <laughs> Miami is on the hot streak, but I don't think that Dude, Miami is actively trying to lose games and still winning. They're so they're so <laughs> terrible. They're bad at losing. <laughs> Think that Brian Flores doesn't know how to tank. Let's start this narrative right now. The Miami Dolphins are so bad, they don't know how to lose. <laughs> that was the worst take ever. That's why I'm laughing. I'm yeah, laughing the at you. The way that was not worded was horrendous. Really? Yes. <laughs> they're so bad, they just don't know how to lose. <laughs> If they're actively trying to take games and they win yeah, two in a row. It sounds like they win all the time when you say it like that. <laughs> Talk about this season specifically. We have a- to put after these two in separate After rooms. a certain point in the season, you're like, all right, I'm going to start trying to just tank games. And then you end up winning two in a row. That's what I'm saying. At the beginning, they're not trying to tank anything. They're, they're, it's still a young season. They're trying to, to figure out. To be perfectly out. honest, they I, can lose I, two in a row. Brian Flores can keep his job security for maybe through next year. And still get who they want in the draft. Well, I don't know that Brian Flores' job was ever in jeopardy. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. Think, I don't think so. But I'm just saying. I think their plan was to tank from the beginning of this whole thing, and they just kind of fucked it up halfway through. 
They're like, oh fuck, we won. <laughs> Shit, what do we do? <laughs> Damn it! The Jets want to lose even worse than we do. God damn it. Didn't they just beat the Cubs? Uh, good old AFC East football, baby. Oh, nothing like it. All right, moving right. on. That Actually, that was our weekly segment. Segment? segment? I'm sorry. That was our weekly segment of arguments with Drew and Zach. Segment. And uh, we'll see you next week for that. Always. Actually, they might argue again tonight, so Always. no promises. Anyways, moving on. We have Denver at Minnesota. Uh, big spread. Minnesota's favored by 10. And I understand it. But the surprise for me here is the over. Over-under is 40.5. Um, I think they're giving Denver too much on the defense. Too much credit on the defense. They're in Minnesota, too. Um, no, I think that game's going to be it. I think that's... Not gonna be high scoring, but I think the Vikings are gonna run it up on Broncos around the Broncos. I don't know that they. I, I see that one being a a 2017 kind of deal, 2014. Really? This okay? Broncos have been playing better, significantly better than they were at the beginning of the year for sure. I I respect the fuck out of the Vikings, and this might just be like a dumb brain James thing. But I can't take their fucking team seriously with that damn helmet. Like, they need to change their helmet logo. That looks stupid. That little, like, dingleberry they have coming off the side of it. Jesus that looks God. like a sperm cell. Like, fuck yeah. off. Does it for you. It's the helmet that does it for you. I don't know. I love purple, man. It's just the dingle, like, the, the sperm cell, like I said, that's just floating on the side of their helmet. That makes it so I can't take them seriously as a team. <laughs> it goes from dingleberry to sperm cell. <laughs> Well, anyways, a legitimate father being back. Anyways, I think Dalvin Cook has a game. I think that's I'm gonna a be real legit. Uh, go, Dad. I, I think the Vikings win. I, I've already said that. I think the Vikings run it. Yeah. Uh, n- next, one o'clock game: New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Uh, I guess that works. Woo! NFC South, uh, let's go. NFC South football. Saints trying to bounce back, baby. Trying to bounce back. They got Drew Brees. I think they're fine. I don't think the Buccaneers going to be too much of an issue for them. And I, uh, with the Buccaneers, the the one thing that they really have going for them, of course, is that rushed that run defense. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that the Saints use their running backs, I don't know how much of a factor that's really going to play in this game. The the Bucks run defense that is right. Mm. I mean, Kamara's back. Right, but I mean, they use him. Sub- they use him satellite back. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In, some cases, right? in using Kamara the way that they use him, I right. think that's going to really stifle the Buccaneers' Tampa run defense. Bay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And he's a first cut kind of runner too. Mm-hmm. It's I. I think they'll run all over him. I think you even give the ball to Latavius Murray. I think New Orleans is going to run all over him. But Latavius Murray is on. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. I'm thinking we were still doing the Vikings. Jesus Christ. What are you talking about then? <laughs> we were if we were still on the Vikings. If Kamara's on the Vikings, we have a lot. No, to talk I just about. I don't know. No, he was thinking about um. All right. Anyways, move on again. Uh, the big story coming out of this too is the uh, the Bucks home attendance has been god awful. I've been hearing that a lot down here. 
Um, because you sold your season tickets. <laughs> Dude, it was a buy one, get one deal. It was great. <laughs> get a free hot dog yeah, if you just dope. show up. Honestly. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, like Tampa Bay ticket prices are trash cheap. There's a Rays deal where you can get a seven. You can go to Seven Eleven and get a ticket for seven dollars eleven cents to the Rays. Wait, what? Back something. Can you really? I think it's. I forget what the like situation around it is. I think it might be like certain Wednesdays out of the year you can get like a seven dollar eleven cent ticket. Let's give the Rays some credit though. To a professional baseball game from Seven Eleven. Let's Eleven, no less. To the Rays, who were actually good this year. One actually good. Two, they. Sold out the stadium for the first time in, was it 14 years? I don't know. Something like that. When they made the postseason. They ah, they were still sub-100. Damn. That's a shame. I thought they made it to 100. They only made it to 96 wins. I apologize. Still not bad. Yeah. Still not a bad season. And their whole starting lineup makes less money than Zach Greinke. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... So there's that, too. Yeah. You got that playing out for you. All right, next game. I still don't believe that. We're still on one o'clock. We have Jets at Redskins. Um, Another shit bowl. Yeah, the shit bowl of the week. We already had like three tank bowls. Tank bowl number six. Tank bowl four. Return of the tankers. I don't think that's a tank bowl. Uh, the Jets, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jets are two and seven. Redskins are Listen, one and eight. Listen, after that trade deadline fiasco, the what? Jets yeah, are okay, low. okay, okay. Above that is not a tank bowl. Is you high? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. But thank you. Yeah, they. they Fine, we'll call it the tank bowl. Hey, tank bowl. We've tank three. And more to come this year. <laughs> tank for Hank. With I'm renaming two to Hank. <laughs> Yeah, Just for rhyming purposes, to his name now Hank. New York was the only loser I gave. Interesting though, interesting enough, the over under for Jets versus Redskins. Yay, Bruins! The 38.5. 38.5? Yes. Under. Smash the under. 19 points each team. Smash that under. Smash the under? What? I'll take the under on that. Okay. With Le'Veon Bell? I'm gonna go Le'Veon Bell might not be playing. And Le'Veon Bell hasn't looked that good this year. Oh, no, 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 no. He has games. Yeah, that's true. Against who? Good point. He looked all right against the Patriots. I think. I'd have to look back, but I think it was the Patriots he looked average. Not top five. Not like he has been, but he performed. He also has... He gained yards. <laughs> the downgrade that man took in offensive line and offensive accompaniment, accompaniment overall was just insane. And contract for some dude who was looking to get fucking paid. Yeah, he took less money than get he could. Yeah, it, 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 that worked out get just as poorly as ever could have. Anyways, still moving on. Our last one o'clock game. Houston Texans at Baltimore Ravens. I think that's my game of the week. That's fair. Game of the week. A Lamar Deshaun showdown is going to be nice. That's, that's going to be fun to watch. That's going to be amazing. I forgot to pick a game of the week, so I'm going to go spin the wheel here. We're going to pick one. Also, the first time Chris hasn't selected the Patriots as his game of the week, I think. 
they're facing the Eagles. I mean, it will be great to watch. I don't think it's the game of the week, though. And Pats are coming off the bye. Before that, a loss. Uh, Belichick probably made him do laps every single day for the last 14 days. So, yeah. That's where we're at there. I think they probably that, that was good notes about the Texans and Ravens. <laughs> Congrats on the win. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. 25 laps. <laughs> then we'll get to rep. Just show up. You're going to run 50 Dolphins before practice starts. <laughs> Sprints all day, hit the showers, <laughs> we'll practice tomorrow. We'll maybe talk about football later in the week. Anyways, uh, Ravens versus Texans. I cannot wait to see that game. Yeah, Watson versus Jackson should be fun. Yeah. I Watson versus um, Mahomes was already great. Like, this, or, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. It will be good. Wait, did we have did we have all of them playing each other this year? No. Yeah. Right? Watson plays Jackson this week. Jackson's played Mahomes. Mahomes played Watson. The triangle. Uh, Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Alright, moving on. 405. I don't think we gave any notes for that. It's just quarterbacks are good. This is my game of the week. Fun fact. Arizona versus San Fran? Arizona and San Fran. Yeah, this should be fun. San a chance. The last time these... We said that last time on a Halloween. Fucking Arizona almost pulled it out. That's and true. That's it was, fair. They, they had a good game the last time they played. San Fran, at the end of that Seattle game, Jimmy Garoppolo looked like he'd never played football before in his life. And I don't know that San Fran's going to be able to recover from an overtime loss like that at home in time to play... Uh, Cardinals team that gave him a run for their money last time around. Fair. I, I think Murray's got a chance to, to light up a defense that may be on its heels a little bit after getting that beaten from Russell Wilson for for that as long as they did. That overtime game, I think, is going to take a toll. Like you said earlier this week, man, two overtime games in a row has to wear them down. Oh, no, that was the Seahawks. That was the Seahawks. But regardless... <laughs> The, the one long, we crushing you, overtime Jims. defeat where they had a chance to win it with a field goal. Mm-hmm. And, and they had a couple chances to win that game. They, they no, got that, that was a bruiser of a game. It was. A, a great one, nonetheless, though. Oh, yeah. No, fantastic game. Potentially game of the year. Yes. But, don't forget, that was on a Monday. That's an overtime game on a Monday night. Yeah. Oh. Less Monday time. night football's been great this year. It has. Couple, but... Um. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I think I'm gonna take the Cardinals in that one. Chris, what's the spread on that? One? What do we got? You're really taking the Cardinals? Wow. Yeah. Ten. I think the Cardinals are about to be my team that I bet on until I just they just I don't know until the season ends maybe. I'm just gonna keep being like, yeah, Cardinals are about to pop. Don't worry. I feel like the Cardinals are a team that could win any game any week, but are only gonna do it once or twice. <laughs> also, consistently, at least once a week, I remember that Terrell Suggs is on the Cardinals. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and then just go on with my day. Right? Yeah. Like, he, oh, he's a cool yeah. face mask. He's intimidating. Wow. Oh. I was never, yeah, I was like, uh, the spread is 10 points favored for San Fran. I think it's a, so that's a big spread. Ooh. Are you guys taking the Cardinals? I, I think the Cardinals cover the spread. I might have sure. to I might have to get in on that. Go with my sooner. Let's go, Kyler. Kyler's All right. A great Southern name. 
Kyler. Kyler. Moving on. Like Kyler Fackrell. 425. Kyler. Wow, he couldn't be Kyle. He couldn't be Tyler. He's Kyler. <laughs> We're going to go right down the middle on this one. Little country split. All right. Yeah. He's going to play baseball. Shut oh. your mouth. <laughs> God damn it. 425. Uh, Patriots at Eagles. The spread is only four points. But... Oh, no, no, no. I'm hungry. New England's coming off the loss and the bye. I think this will be a blowout. And I don't know. I think this is going to be a real telling game on New England. Right. And that, that Eagles secondary is absolutely trashed. No, not even good. Tim back. That's yeah. it's not enough. No. The Eagles did just re-sign Jay Ajayi today, though. We'll see. So, I, I was saying earlier... I don't think that does anything for the game, but I'm just saying that as a fact. Jay, 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 Jay. Pretty, pretty. I was saying earlier. Jay Ajayi, I can run a football. That's my Jay Ajayi impression. Thank you. Thanks. That was great. Find me at OnlyFans. Now, can I talk again? No. Uh, <laughs> no one likes me talking. Well, you kind of asked, so <laughs> you literally asked for. Uh, so I was saying earlier, I think the Eagles' biggest mistake was getting rid of Nick Foles, mainly because I think it's Tom Brady's new kryptonite. No. 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 Who? What, no. Kryptonite. Tom Brady? Yep. If you say Eli, it's he's not benched. Eli. So. Nope. Eli Manning was Bill Belichick's kryptonite. Because Eli Manning and Nick Foles don't physically play against Tom Brady. They wow! Thanks, Patriots. Zach. Defense. That's how football... There's a lot of hostility coming from that side. If we all need to hug. I'm just saying. It's because no one likes to listen to Chris. Who's the Rams defensive coordinator? Yeah. Wade Phillips is Tom Brady's kryptonite. Yeah. Wait. What? Wade Phillips, the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Was Wade the D coordinator for uh, New York back in the day? No. He was the defensive coordinator for the Broncos teams where Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl. Fair. Broncos. He was the defensive coordinator for the 2015 team that ransacked the Patriots and the Panthers. Wasn't he the head coach of the Rams when the Patriots played in the Super Bowl the first time around, too? Wade Phillips? I'll look it up. That's a really, that would be a really interesting stat. Too. Look it up. That was actually true. Not that I don't believe you. I, I just want to say it was. Wade okay. Phillips. Enormous belly. It's hilarious. Um, Rams <laughs> He was yeah. a defensive line coach for the Oilers. So that's interesting. That's way Shoot. back. Oilers. Uh, I don't see the Rams on here. Except for now, but like... Right. No, I don't think it was Wade Phillips on. This is some good audio right here. This is what the people come to listen to. Is us <laughs> searched up on Wikipedia. And Google. Yeah. That's why I clicked on the subscription. Chris, can you please, to fill in the space, do your best Jay Ajayi impression? What? I don't uh, think no, I can do a Jay Ajayi British? impression. If we're talking like Disney characters, I'll do those all day. Do you want me to do my Jay Ajayi impression? Yeah. Okay. I heard it. Hello! I'm Jay Ajayi! I have dreadlocks! 
I would never you let you anywhere. You sound like Tracer from here. Overwatch. Get over yourself. That's most of my British oh, impression. You sound like um, <laughs> Tiny Tim. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Fair. I can do that. You sound Hello, like... Hello, I'm Pierce Brosnan. I was James Bond. See, it's all, it's all the same. It's all the same voice. <laughs> That's the first... That's the second British person I... <laughs> yeah, James? I was trying to think of the annoying dude. All right, let's keep it going. Don't get my ADD sidetracked. Yeah, everyone's cutting me off. I'm really feeling offended. I thought Andrew was doing a really good job of not cutting you off, but that's fine. <sighs> Hello, Chris. You're doing a great job. This is Jay and Jotty. <laughs> this Jay and Jotty. I can right. run a football. 4.25. Shut the hell up. 4.25. Bengals at Raiders. Our highest spread of the week. Raiders are favored 11.5. Yikes. Um, Bengals are bad. Yeah, I'm saying uh, Bengals win this. What? I'm kidding. That's, sar- that's called sarcasm. Yeah. Um, that was our segment. Chris might be sarcastic, might be not. <laughs> yes. The 50-50 of the week. Welcome. <laughs> My sarcasm is hard to decipher. But Raiders should have this in the bag, no problem. Uh, this is an easy win for them. That means they're going to lose. I was going to say this yeah, is a perfect revenge game, but he's already suspended indefinitely. Who? Like trying to hang out with Miles Garrett, I'm sure. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah I think perfect's worse because it, what will happen is you'll put your hand on the floor for two seconds and it'll come and try to step on it. Wasn't that Sue? Also, Sue, but yes, perfect. Perfect, perfect it is as well. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Anyways, moving on. You're welcome. I think that's a no-brainer. Um, if the Bengals get their one win against Oakland, I will be shocked. And wow, real, real big, uh, real big stake there. I, I mean, they're literally in last place. Why win now? I don't, I don't disagree. The Raiders will have to give up. Okay. Anyway. Hold on. Slide. 8-20 game. Bears at Rams. I think that's going to be a good game. Bears need to find their offense. Probably won't. Um. So this is going to be my game of the week because I forgot to pick a game of the week. And I think it's going to be really bad. Um, I think we're going to see Blake Bortles in again. And I think oh. Mitch Trisky throws... Give me two interceptions. You think the boat's going to throw two interceptions? Mitch Trubisky. Oh, okay, okay. Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. To his own uh, player, to Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack's going to intercept Trubisky. Deafening silence. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm not the host, because everyone hates me. Anyways, on... uh, This is going to be the one episode that gets like a thousand. Our next segment. Monday night. Chiefs at Chargers. Uh, Mexico City, baby. That should have been James' game of the week. I don't know why it isn't. But anyways... I committed too early. It's going to be a good battle. Chiefs have been looking sloppy, I'll be honest. 
Chargers are... They lost last week, right? Wait, who? Chargers? Chargers. Yeah, they lost all of them. Yeah. 24, 26, Both teams lost last week. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the Chiefs, honestly... I think they're the better team, but uh, they need to find their rhythm. They lost to Tennessee. They're still the better team. They I just—they need to find their when they're in their rhythm, though they're unstoppable. They have Patrick Mahomes. They're offensive they rhythm. Even when they're their offensive rhythm, fine. They scored. They scored thirty-two points. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying they the whole lost. team needs to find no, no, their right. rhythm. They it's lost defense. because their defense yeah. is relying way too much on Patrick Mahomes to carry them through the game. Two games that you saw them play without Patrick Mahomes, their defense stepped up. I thought the defense did a much better job containing um, uh, Dalvin Cook and the weapons on on Minnesota. Um, I just think Aaron Rodgers outplayed that defense. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, when they played Green Bay. Oh. <laughs> you just said. No, I'm, I'm saying Zach, I get where Zach is going. He's not around games, but he's not. He's not saying anything is wrong. I M O. No, I'm just saying that. Rodgers outplayed um, the defense, the the Chiefs defense in the game that they played against each other, and then in the next game, uh, the Chiefs defense stepped up. They limited Kirk Cousins and the weapons that he has at his disposal, and won the, won that game on, on a last second field goal. I mean, if they can learn to step it up even while Patrick Mahomes is on the team, it's probably not a bad thing. But I just think that they they're kind of in shock and awe. It's like, wow, we have the MVP on our team. We can do whatever. And he's always going to win us the game. And obviously that's not the case. They're sitting at 6-4, and four, so. Quick update. I don't think Wade Phillips has a middle name. Uh. <laughs> More to come later. Shocking All right, we'll, we'll keep updated with James on that. If Wade Phillips has a middle name. I really hope he doesn't. And that's a left like preview, though. Moving on. Uh, what do you guys think your favorite team's weakness and needs are in drafting? Chris. I'll start. I'll start. Uh, obviously, my favorite team is the Pats. It's kind of known. Wow. Yeah, I know. What a shocker. Our O-line needs to step it up. I really think they need to find better pockets for Michelle. Michelle's been a little sloppy this season, I'll say it. And I think that he can fix it. I think the O-line needs to help him out, give Brady some more time. I think, lastly, I really think we need our receivers to step it up. Not that we've had bad receivers. I love having Sanu on the team now, Edelman, but Brady needs to be able to find them a little better. I keep saying it. Wait for Nikhil Harry. Kid's an animal. He should come back this week, correct? I think he should be playing this week. Yeah, after the bye. I think he is starting this week, so... Nikhil Harry's the not when I see him play. James Dude, been... like a more consistent OBJ. <laughs> so, James has been raving about him ever since he came out of... Ever since he was drafted. And... I thought he was going to slip to Arizona. Yeah, yes. You were shocked when he ended up on the path. Straight uh-huh. shook it. I really haven't got to see him play much yet, so we'll see how that turns out. I'd love to see him play, and if Brady has enough receivers to trust and throw to, it's. I think my best example of trusted receivers is how Brady threw so much to Sanu last game. That fact that Brady trusted him 
in the process and relied on him and Edelman mostly, I feel, to throw the ball to. And James's mustache is straight in the camera. It's scaring the rest of the Boda people. So fear and arousal are just exactly. the same synapses firing. Weakness needs in drafting. My favorite team needs in drafting. Well, also being a Patriots fan. Wow. It's uh, never saw that coming. Yeah, no kidding. I mean. If you filled out the sheet, you'd have your words. Uh, I don't need to have my words. I know what they need. You'd have your words. <laughs> I'm like, I hate I, all I, of you. I'm I, not even hosting this week, and I feel. Uh, write anything down on the Google Doc. It's fine. No, I don't. Yeah. Well, Patriots obviously need offensive line help. David Andrews has been out the entire season with some weird blood, medical blood clot situation. Isaiah Wynn is a walking medical mystery because the man cannot stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, I thought Isaiah Wynn was going to be huge. They have a revolving door of tackles in the system right now. They cannot find anyone that will stick. Um, it just it's it's been one line attrition after the other. So obviously, offensive line is something that they're going to need to address in the draft or even in the off season. Um, I I don't know if they're going to be able to go after Trent Brown. Um, I don't know how many how many years he has left on his contract, but that could definitely be someone they go after. Um, Trent has two years left. Yes. Well, I mean, there's always trying to trade for him next season because, I mean, the Redskins have basically given up on him. They didn't want to trade him, and then they just deactivated him anyways, which is a really bizarre move. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to do about this wide, wide receiver situation. Uh, Belichick just can't seem to draft bona fide wide receiver talent. I mean, Nikhil oh, Harry he sure did. Oh, he did in Nikhil. Okay. Wait, Trent Brown? Yeah. Trent Brown, yeah. Oh, no, no, he just signed with the Raiders, like, I know. Wow, stop. Sorry, I forgot about that. He's got a year 66. Braxton Berrios. Terrible. He can't even field punts for the Jets. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. So, I, I just, I, I think, I think Belichick needs to look elsewhere. Humble. He, he, he needs wide receiver help. That team needs wide receiver help. I mean, you know, Jules can only go so much longer getting, like, absolutely blasted to the boards like he does in the slot. He can't he can't sustain that type of play, especially coming off that ACL injury, too. I mean, So what you're saying is Gronkowski will be back come postseason? No. 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 I'm saying that. I'm calling it. I, I have a take. I When we talk about NCAA prospects later, college prospects, I think I know who the Patriots are going for. I have a couple per Speak your mind, Jen. But we'll... Now? Seems like a dumb idea. Let's get through this segment first. Yeah. All right, well, on to Drew. Uh, yeah, I I just I think wide receiver and offensive line are the two biggest needs the Patriots are going to have because their defense is a really solid core. Um, maybe just a couple depth pieces. But... So, Drew, you guys clearly need running back help. Oh, yeah, that, that is at the top of the list for the Packers for sure. Right. Um... Uh, realistically, um, I think the biggest areas of weakness, I, I think we need help at middle linebacker. Um, Blake Martinez, as good as he is, can't do it all by himself. Um, and then when you're talking about the second guy being Oren Burks, I, I think there's a little room for improvement there. Uh, so I, I, that would be my number one target. I, you're sure up pretty much everywhere else. Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of defensive line help. 
Um, not not that they overutilize those those ends at this point. Now that they have the Smiths coming off the edge, um, and Kenny Clark up the middle is always a solid staple for them. Um, so on the defensive side, I'm looking for them to pick up a linebacker either in free agency or the draft. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I certainly wouldn't complain about a little extra wide receiver talent out there, um, especially with the rate that they drop for the Packers, fucking flies. And um, a little bit of extra insurance on the offensive line, give Aaron Rodgers that extra half a second in there, and that's going to make a world of difference for them, especially with if you can pair that with some extra wide receiver talent. Yeah, I think offensive line seems to be like the trend around the NFL right now. Because uh, obviously the story has been, like around the Browns, is that the offensive line has been bad, which leads to Baker being bad. Don't start with me, Drew. You know, he could fucking, I could feel it. Don't start with me. Wait, what but if you fill off the base, the line has been off. Offensive line help they need? Baker's a system quarterback. And when I, his system is bad, he's not a good quarterback. I, I heard the Browns decided to set up a brick wall at practice for Baker, and he still got sacked. <laughs> Somehow, someway. It's the Hulu ads, I'm telling you. Um, I heard they like assaulting people. The whole Browns organization. Miles right, Garrett took his helmet off and just slammed right through the brick wall. <laughs> but didn't hit him on the head. No. <laughs> Anyways, James, continue. Thank you. Uh, so O-line's definitely going to be a big need. Uh, we'll talk about that. I think they're going to have to draft someone because there's. I, I didn't see many offensive linemen that are worthwhile picking up in the free agent market. I could have missed something. Uh, obviously, with Miles Garrett being out, I think going deep on uh, D-linemen, either getting someone on the edge would be very helpful. Um, and then, as much as I love Randall... Very clearly last night, like we needed it. We lost Randall to an injection. Morgan Burnett went out with a torn Achilles. So, I mean, you know, who knows if he'll be the same. And I'm not a big Sheldon Redwine fan out of Miami. He did fine, but they opened up the third or the deep third of the field a little bit more at the end of the game. So I think getting someone back on safety a little bit more would help. I don't think we need another fucking cornerback. I, I love Greedy. I don't think he was the pick we needed this year. It clearly worked out, though. So, that's been nice for that. But, um, Chris, we want to start talking about some free agents coming up. Last week we talked about, or earlier this week we talked about Tom Brady. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll talk about some of the biggest free agents coming up in 2020. And I want to put Tom Brady as my biggest, but I think that's kind of a no-brainer. I don't see why the Pats would say, hey, we're done. But there's a lot of factors in there. But Tom Brady's even taken a pay cut for multiple years to stay with the Pats. I don't see him going to a different team. I are think you ready, Chris, are you ready for the reality, the alternate reality, like the branch that might be the Chargers and the Patriots swapping quarterbacks in free agency? If I see Philip Rivers becoming the, the man in fucking New England, I just don't see it possible. I don't see Philip Rivers ever being a Patriot. One. Two, I don't even think he could throw the ball to a Patriot receiver. Two. And uh, I would probably cry a lot. The good news is the wait list would probably jack up and I could probably get season tickets almost instantly. That's the only good thing out of it. 
I doubt on that one. Uh, <laughs> other free agents we're looking at, um, in Dallas at least, you got Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper who are both ready up for contracts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a no decision. You pay Amari, but Dak looking for what he was looking for at the beginning of the year makes no sense. Uh, Dak, I think, is thinking he's better than he is when it comes to money. He was looking for an absurd amount beginning of the year. I don't know if they'll fight that again. I think he's going to have to settle if he's not dumb, but we'll see. Um, Clowney's up, too. Clowney's available. He's going to be on the board. I don't see why, after, especially after that Monday night game, why the Seahawks don't re-sign him. We'll see how the rest of the season goes, but he's still a fantastic defensive player. Yeah, I mean, right here it says 87% of the Texans' defensive snaps over three years he was in there. So that's consistency, and that's kind of what you want on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about earlier, Winston and Mariota, mm-hmm. um, I would like to see them switch. I just don't see Mariota ever being a Buccaneers quarterback, but... I'm telling you, it's not going to be either of them. I, I have a dumb feeling they're going to keep Jameis for some reason, but... I don't um, think they will keep Jameis. I don't think they Sliding down. I just found another cowboy that's a big one that they should absolutely re-sign. That's Byron Jones. Byron Jones being available... Yeah, he's going to get paid. Wherever he ends up, he's going to get paid. Byron mm-hmm. Jones is arguably one of the best zone coverage cornerbacks in the league. Yeah, and he's up for contract along with Amari. I don't think you don't pay him and Amari and try to cut Dak Brown. But honestly, I think they're, I think Jones is going to be dumb and let him walk. And he's going to get paid. Like I said, he's going to get his paycheck somewhere. Yeah. It's. I think my biggest for the week is Teddy Bridgewater. 5-0 and when he played for the Saints while Breeze was out. Obviously, he can prove he's proved that he can be a starter, and a lot of teams need a starting quarterback. So, I think that's where he'll end up. I'm not exactly sure. I, I think Teddy Bridgewater goes to the Broncos. You think the Broncos? Yeah. So, what do they do to Flacco? Throw him on the bench. Tell the Lock, not the guy. Shit. <laughs> Uh, my perennial, I always think they're going to be good, but injuries. Uh, Hunter Henry is going to be out there. Melvin Gordon also. Yeah, I think Med- I think Melvin Gordon goes elsewhere. Mm-hmm. They keep Eckler. Yeah. One of my one of my underrated free agents coming into it, who has been kind of overshadowed because of Lattimore. Von Bell is going to be available in the off season. That's I mean for. He can up and play line too. What's up, linebacker? What's that? Um, I think I liked Von Bell in uh, Ohio State. I had, yeah. He's a consistent safety, and he does a good job with what he's supposed to do. Right. He's not gonna make you sell the plays. He's gonna break up a I lot. Say, I, I know he play. He can play multiple positions, and it's 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 good for a team that values versatility. Not unlike the Patriots, but there are other teams that, that also value his versatility. I mean, New Orleans already does right now, but um, I, I I could see I could see one of those teams kind of signing him, using him as a versatile role player. Um, you know, you know, playing whatever safety position they need, or maybe slot corner. 
I, I've seen him line up as an outside linebacker, like, coming in on that, on odd formations, yeah. but, I mean... Yeah, I've seen that, too. I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like he, he can play almost any position he needs to, you know, not obviously not going to be the best at his position every time, but, you know, it's serviceable. Yeah, it's what you want. It's a consistent player who's going to be there and not make huge plays, but make the play he needs to make. Mm-hmm. Right. And continuing with the Saints... Uh, we have Drew Brees, also a free agent. But I think the big one for me, uh, Drew Brees, I think is a no-brainer. Why would they not re-sign him? I don't know how longer Drew Brees plays. I don't know either, but it's not like he's terrible. Drew Brees on the clock. It's He can keep playing for a little bit. But the big one out of the Saints would be Michael Thomas. So they might have to push some money around to keep Michael Thomas and Drew Brees. If I, Thomas probably... I don't know how much he's getting paid now, but I'm sure he'll want more. Or maybe the Saints just keep Bridgewater and move forward that way. Uh, Michael Thomas has already agreed to an extension, Chris. They give Breeze an ultimatum, huh? Michael Thomas agreed to an extension in July. Oh, did he? 61 mil. Five years. So he is off this list. Yeah, Michael Thomas is off that list. That's a dude you pay. You don't let Michael Thomas get anywhere near free agency. Yeah. So how uh, long did he extend for? Uh, I just said shit. Five years. Five years, 61. Okay. So yeah, they don't have to worry about him for a while. Got paid. So that puts Breeze. I really think they keep Breeze over Bridgewater, but... You never know, man. They have a tight cap right now. The Saints have a real tight, like, cap space. That's the thing. They, they're going to have to lose one of those two. And, I mean, I think you're right, but you never really know. Yeah. Uh, some other big names. We have Eli Manning. Not that big a name, but I... <laughs> Daniel Jones is a starter. I don't see the Giants paying Eli to be Mo- back. Please, please identify him correctly. Mobile quarterback, Daniel Jones. Thank you. Mobile quarterback, Mobile Daniel, quarterback Jones. Daniel Jones. Okay. Yep. And should I call Eli Manning? White Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones. Um, Eli Manning, I don't see him being back with the Giants. I think he should retire. He should have retired two years ago. But the Giants, I just do not see re-signing him. Jamie Collins for the Pats, which is a big name. I think they pay the money for him. It's I know. Yes, I don't know. He's not how he used to be, but I think Jamie Collins is just one of those athletes that, no matter where he ends up, I think he'll end up back on the Pats one way or another. Jamie so, Collins is kind of turning into the same Browns Jamie Collins that I saw, where it's like 50% of, like, it, it's an exact 50-50, where it's like, 50% of the time, you're like, why do we fucking sign this guy? The other 50% of the time, it's like, this is why this guy's all pro. You, yeah. you never know what Jamie Collins you're getting on that field, though. He is an athletic animal. I'm going to give him that. He's a fantastic linebacker when he wants to be. But that's the key thing, is when he wants to be. Uh-huh. And my last big name. My opinion. I appreciate it. Your opinion. I'm going to keep looking at middle names now. <laughs> my last big name free agent, Marcus Peters. 
No. Marcus Peters is trash. Pick six or nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. They mean nothing. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I, I don't think he's a big name. Really? No. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I wouldn't pay shit for Marcus Peters. How old is he? Marcus Peters is... Oh, he's not that much older than I thought he was. He's 26, but he's not... I don't know. I don't, I don't see the value in Marcus Peters anymore. Like I said, I feel like he either gets a fucking pick six or nothing. Like, well, he it, might have a pass breakup, but I, I'm not so... It depends on the, the system that he's being used in. I, I think there's a way to use Marcus Peters properly. Um, I just think it comes down to finding a system where he's the right fit for what you need. That's fair. I, I don't know enough about um, how he runs as, like a defensive back in systems. I'm just going off of like gut reactions with that, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and uh, honestly, he, especially if you have a specific thing you're looking for, he, he could be a useful little piece to add into your defense, um, especially, you know, man coverage-wise. Yeah, I think I think also leadership-wise, it's nice to have some dude that's been there. He's like he's a veteran without being like a problematic veteran, you know. I think he walks that line. I actually, as I said that, remembered him going into the stands in LA. So I might have just eaten my own words immediately after I said that. Yeah, and <laughs> he's not super problematic, but. He, he could clean it up a little bit, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you want to roll on to top prospects, boys? Yeah. Top prospects. Right. Yeah, move on. All right. It's my turn to shine, baby. So let's talk about it right off the bat. The two big ones coming out of it, the one and two, arguably. Tua and Joe Burrow. Um, my personal opinion... I don't see Tua going anywhere but Miami. I don't see Joe going anywhere but Cincinnati. Even with, I think, the Redskins like having what or needing what they need, I I don't see it. I think they grab another um, offensive lineman and try to stack that line with Trent Williams on his way out. Okay. Chris is Chris is now faking being asleep. Drew is actually yawning. Zach, I don't think has responded to anything in this chunk here. Um, um, so this no, is gonna be this is gonna be an all James segment for all you <laughs> no, fantastic I'm, loyal viewer listeners. I'm just currently looking up a couple prospects that I um, have just forgotten the names of. Um, I was talking to one of my friends about Jerry Judy. Um, we do we do a dynasty league with uh, rookie draft every year, so I mean I obviously need to be a little bit more read up on this, but um, I. From what I've heard, Jerry Judy is an animal. Um, if you haven't watched Jerry Judy play, watch an Alabama game. I haven't, I, honestly. But I mean, I, I just I've heard he's I heard he's an absolute beast. So um, that's definitely gonna be one player I'll be looking into. Um, I don't really know where he's gonna fall draft wise, but I'm I'm kind of seeing him to the Jets. I think the Jets need that piece, that they offense. Do, they do like, need a piece. Like they, they could use a wide receiver like Jerry Judy. I could I could see that. Yeah. Um, Atlanta's going to be looking very defense in this. I think Chase Young ends up going to them. Atlanta seems like they're in the right spot to get Chase Young. Um, 
it's a small piece of a big problem, though. Atlanta needs a lot in this draft, and I don't think Chase Young's a complete solution, but he's a good start. Um, Tampa Bay, there's no doubt in anyone's mind they're going quarterback. Uh, I think I think they're going to be dumb. I was big on them before the season. I think they go Justin Herbert. I don't think Justin Herbert's going to be good in the NFL. I could be eating those words in like two years, but we'll see. Um, my Browns are going to go... No, Justin Herbert's not so crap. Huh? Justin Herbert has like a 4.0 at Oregon and stayed to get his degree. So he focuses more on school than his career. Yeah, but that means he has a high IQ on that side of the ball. Though, so. <laughs> Which is better than the IQ they currently have under center. So Yes. Uh, my Browns are going offensive line, obviously. I'm thinking, um, oh my God, I can't think of his name. The tackle out of Georgia. Uh, Thomas, maybe if he falls that far. We'll it's see. Tough. There's another tackle out of Iowa that's very talented. I'll see if he gets there. Tristan uh, Wirfs? Yeah, Wirfs. Thank you. Um, C.D. Lamb is another name. Obviously, I'm an Oklahoma guy. Uh, he's a name that can get picked up early or fall. I see him going to a team that kind of needs that piece. He could go to the Jets. He could sneak to the Giants. He could end up going to what will be the Vegas Raiders at that point. Um, they we'll officially transfer over at the end of this year? They are. I think so, Oakland right? With Oakland after this oh, year. Oh, I completely R.I.P. baseball they field. They played their final primetime game in the Coliseum. Wow, that's, Unless that's they make the playoffs. True, but that's just crazy to think about. Um, let's see who else do I got here. DeAndre Swift. You know, I've already said on this pod on these podcasts, I'm a big Georgia running back guy. I think he's gonna keep it up. Um, he might fall to Kansas City. I don't know if Kansas City goes offensive in this. I feel like they still stick defensive. Uh, Jalen Hurts. I think he's gonna slip a little bit further than you think. He's either gonna end up. The Pats are gonna trade up, I think, to get him. I think. For some reason, I have a weird feeling about that, which I've been wrong about multiple times. I don't think Jalen Hurts is is their guy. I don't. You don't think Jalen is? I don't think so. I think. I mean, this is a quarterback-heavy draft. They can absolutely pick up whoever they want, but you don't think Hurts is? I don't think Hurts is the guy that they trade up for. I I don't think that they draft Hurts in any situation. Huh? He just doesn't feel like the fit to me. And, and I have, I just have, I have prospect rankings open. He's ranked number fifty-one right now. Fifty-one, really? Fifty-one, yep. Oof, that's a big oof because he was big coming into the year, obviously with his time at Alabama. But all right, poor Jalen. We'll see what happens. He might slip to the second round. Um, this is me purely talking first rounders. I think New England, if they don't take a quarterback in the first round, are going to go tight end. Um, I don't know enough about the tight ends in this draft to make a pick. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I don't think there's any big Iowa tight ends coming out of that factory this year. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what the Pats actually end up doing with that pick. Especially after the past few years, they've gone offensive with that first pick. Yeah, it might be time to look uh, to the defensive side of the ball and try and share something up in that already solid unit. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, they their trend is defensive, so 
like them doing that at the couple other spots was or the couple years before they started going offensive. I could see like a little linebacker or something, you know. Dante uh, is getting older. He is. I'm getting older too. Alright, but uh, that's all I got for prospects. Uh, Zach, you got some big news for us? Zach, we're leaving Zach with hockey. Last but not least. Uh, yes, I do. I have I have some great news. Um, well, Zach, get me from half to full mast right now. Talk to me. Okay. Well, well, first of all, we had a lovely little showing of the Bruins beating the Maple Leafs 4-2 down here in our uh, Boston, Boston side of the Boda Sports cast world here. Um, I'd also love to announce that Myself, along with a new member of, of the Boda team, who I will introduce um, shortly in our blogs, uh, we uh, his name is Brett. Uh, he's going to be doing the, uh, a nice little hockey podcast we got going on, um, and we're calling it Taping the Shaft. Ooh. Uh, so all hockey, all the time, on <laughs> Taping the Shaft. We're going to have it for you guys. It's going to be on Facebook, Instagram, whatever you guys – whatever you guys – you know, have whatever platform we reach out to you guys on, it'll be there. So you'll be able to listen to that. We'll have the regular Bodacast. We'll have Taping the Shaft, our hockey-focused podcast. Um, we're going to try to keep all of our hockey material on that podcast. However, if there's any big news regarding the NHL, we will bring it up in this cast. Uh, but I'm really excited to go ahead and start running that. Um, I know I talked to James about it. We had a couple different names we were going to come up with. Uh, first one was uh, Puck Me in the Glass, but we were like, probably not going to go with that one. It's probably not, you know, probably not great. So then we went, we decided with Tape in the Shaft. So uh, we're going to see how that goes. We'll probably have an episode out to you guys in about um, four or five days. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, no, that should be awesome. I'm very pumped to see what happens with that. Uh, Chris, you back up. Mr. Host. Any more hockey news? You just wanted to. Um, I, I mean, I just I wanted to generally announce that. I, I guess, um, you know, from from the last podcast we did on Monday, not a ton of news. Um, the Bruins did break their four game uh, losing streak. Big. Um, Maple Leafs are now on their own four game losing streak. Um, but no no major changes. Um, the Capitals are still on top. Bruins get another two points tonight, which is great for them. Um. And that's really about it. I mean, honestly, there's there's really not much else that has happened. Um, any kind of uh, minuscule news or anything like that, or or any specific team updates, will come in that in that hockey podcast taping the shaft. So awesome. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this one to kind of just main stories in football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. where our yeah, brains are all at. But uh, it's gonna be an interesting off season. We have some good stuff planned for what happens after. Anyways, that will end it for us today thank you guys for listening and thank you james drew and zach for participating as always so you on, on instagram twitter and facebook boda sports and on wordpress the bodasports.wordpress.com you can find us on anchor spotify and hopefully soon if not now apple music we're on apple Podcasts. Yes. awesome uh, Bodacast. That's the great thing about Anchor. Wow. Anchor. Wow. Coming in clutch for us. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks for dealing with me. I'm a bad host. And uh, so I will not down. Yeah. 
seven drinks before I host next time. All right, bye everyone. We love you all. Bye, my soggy people. I love you. My soggy people.